Welcome to the Good Thing Podcast, where we embark on a journey of discovery through the pages of Scripture. I'm your host, John Adams, and today we're diving deep into part two of the first episode about grace. Last episode, we talked all about grace and what it means for us and how we should live. Today, we'll be talking about an accompanying concept of grace, truth. And we'll see how they are inseparable throughout the pages of Scripture. Today is all about the profound teachings of grace and truth and how they impact our lives today. The Convergence of Grace and Truth In the vast tapestry of Christianity, there are threads that stand out, threads that shape our understanding and transform our lives. One such thread is the nexus between grace and truth. These concepts are not mere words, but powerful forces that come into the world through Jesus Christ. Foundational idea. The law was true, but not the truth. Our exploration begins with a revelation from Pastor Keenan's class, which we talked about last time in the first part of this discussion. So if you haven't already, go check out the first episode of this podcast titled Embracing Grace. The concept from the class is that the law was true, but was not truth. This intriguing idea highlights the supremacy of truth that accompanies grace. It finds validation in John 1.17, which proclaims, For the law was given through Moses, grace and truth came through Jesus Christ. And I'm going to kind of belabor this point just a bit because it is a key foundational truth of this faith and y'all understanding this concept is key to the rest of our discussion today. Context matters. Reading scripture through the lens of grace. Context is key. The significance of John 117 lies not only in its words, but also in the context of how we approach the Bible. Pastor Keenan's insights lead us to a term called hermeneutics. If you don't know how to spell it, it's H-E-R-M-E-N-E-U-T-I-C-K, like hermeneutics, hermeneutics. And it is the art of rightly interpreting scripture. Well, technically, it's the study of the right interpretation of any literature, but is mainly used in the context of scripture. Imagine approaching a complex puzzle. Hermeneutics is the strategy that helps us assemble the pieces in a way that unveils the intended image. While God's word is inerrant, which means without error, our interpretations are not. And acknowledging the potential for error in our interpretations is not a sign of weakness, but rather a stance of humility. It's an admission that while the word of God remains unchanged, our grasp of its depth is an ongoing journey. This awareness invites us to approach scripture with a heart open to learning, unafraid to question and seek deeper understanding. Thankfully, grace steps in as a remedy for our fallibility. Grace teaches us that our journey of faith is not marked solely by our scholarly achievements or theological prowess, but rather by our openness to the Spirit's guidance. It's a reminder that even when our interpretations falter, God's grace is there to guide us back to the heart of His message. 
when we understand God's grace and embrace the truth that our interpretations are not infallible, it promotes unity within the diverse body of believers. We can engage in discussions with respect and humility, recognizing that different perspectives can enrich our own understanding. It reminds us that while we might see through a glass dimly, the same grace that empowers our individual journeys also connects us as a community. Contextual Unveiling, John 1.17 Let's dive into the significance of John 1.17 as an example of how context shapes our understanding. This verse is a radiant jewel, but its brilliance deepens when we examine its setting. It's nestled in the opening chapter of John's Gospel, a chapter that introduces Jesus as the eternal word incarnate. The context matters because it shapes the lens through which we view grace and truth. An Imperfect Lens It's crucial to recognize that our interpretations can be skewed by our biases, experiences, and limited perspectives. Even with the best intentions, we might misconstrue the message. But grace offers a remedy. Embracing grace as we interpret scripture opens the door to humility. It acknowledges that our understanding is finite, and thus we approach the word with a posture of learning rather than dogma. The perspective shift that comes with contextual reading ripples into our daily lives. When we read through the lens of grace, we not only grasp the intended message better, but we also recognize the overarching narrative of God's love and redemptive plan. It reminds us that scripture isn't just a collection of stories. It's a living testament of God's grace toward humanity. Context is an intricate web that surrounds every word in every verse in the Bible. It's looking at a piece of art, understanding the brushstrokes, colors, and intention behind it allows us to fully appreciate its beauty. When we read scripture, we must put on the glasses of grace so that we will see clearly the heart of God in every word. Grace-Fueled Transformation So how does this change us? When we approach the Bible with humility and grace, it transforms the way we live. Instead of wielding scripture as a weapon, we use it as a mirror to reflect on our own hearts. We become more compassionate and understanding toward differing interpretations, knowing that our pursuit is a shared journey toward truth. The Law of First Dimension Unveiling deeper truths often require the right tools. One such tool is the Law of First Dimension. It's a guide to understanding biblical terms or ideas by tracing them back to their first mention. This practice adds a layer of meaning, shedding light on concepts like blood. So as an exercise, let's go back to where blood is first mentioned in the Bible in order to see what it means. This is in Genesis 4, 9 through 10. It says, Then the Lord said to Cain, Where is Abel, your brother? He said, I don't know. Am I my brother's keeper? And he said, What have you done? 
the voice of your brother's blood cries out to me from the ground. What this verse tells us by using the law of first mention is that blood speaks. Blood isn't just blood or some weird liquid that flows throughout your body. It speaks, and God understands what it says. To fully understand why there is power in the blood, why it is mentioned so many times in the Bible, and why it took a spotless lamb's blood to cover sin, we had to go back to where blood was first mentioned in the Bible. Grace and truth intersect. The law versus grace. As our exploration deepens, we encounter a pivotal distinction between the law and grace. The law given through Moses was a mirror that revealed our sin and our need for a savior. Grace, on the other hand, entered through Christ, transforming our reflection. Grace doesn't just clean us up, it makes us new creations. This can be seen in John 1.17 again, which says, For the law was given through Moses, but grace and truth came through Jesus Christ. Also, just a neat little side note, notice the verbiage used for the law and the verbiage used for grace and truth. It says that the law was given through Moses and grace and truth came through Jesus Christ. I know y'all can't see me doing air quotes, but I did some around the word given and the word came. The difference I want you all to notice is that the law was given like an item or an object, but grace and truth came. This wording insinuates that grace and truth are personified in the character of Jesus Christ. He is both of them, and they are perfectly displayed in his actions and character. Thus, it can be said that Jesus is grace and truth, and this is the reason for our discussion today, that you can't introduce one without the other. Pastor Keenan said in the grace class and urged us to remember it, that truth without grace is mean. Have you ever had somebody come up to you and tell you the truth without any grace? It's mean. It hurts. But then he goes on to say, grace without truth is meaningless. So in that same example, let's say they didn't come up to you and tell you the truth, but rather they just, they just told you, I forgive you. And you ask them, what for? And they reply, oh, I already forgave you. Don't worry about it. Well, it's meaningless that you have no understanding of what you're forgiven of. Pastor Keenan then goes on to finish the line and says, but grace and truth is medicine. When someone tells you the truth of a wrong, but gives you grace about the fault, it's medicine for your soul. The relationship between grace and truth is beautifully encapsulated in Matthew 5, 17 and 18, where Jesus declares his fulfillment of the law and the prophets. Jesus' sacrifice wasn't about fixing us temporarily or about destroying the mirror that was showing us our problems. It was about creating a new identity in him, fixing us at our core. This truth infused with grace is medicine for our souls. He came because the law is an x-ray. It shows you what is broken, but has no power in itself to fix you. To fix someone, you need a physician. And God is the great physician. Rewriting Perspective
How we read the Bible matters. Through the lens of grace, we perceive the true heart of God's word. Grace and truth are intertwined, inseparable concepts throughout the Bible. As we read, we must remember that we are not bound by the law. We're liberated by grace, while also knowing that grace doesn't lower the standards of God, but rather raises us to those standards. For we are raised with Christ, dead to our old selves, new creations in him. No longer bound to the same old addictions or habits of our former life, but are free to live a life that is honoring to God. Titus 2, 11-14 states, For the grace of God has appeared that offers salvation to all people. It teaches us to say no to ungodliness and worldly passions, and to live self-controlled, upright, and godly lives in this present age. While we wait for the blessed hope, the appearing of the glory of our great God and Savior, Jesus Christ, who gave himself for us to redeem us from all unwickedness and to purify for himself a people that were his very own, eager to do what is good. See, our perspective determines our growth in this faith. Embracing Grace and Truth Grace and truth, inseparable and transformative, weave through the fabric of our faith. They shape how we understand the Bible and how we live our lives. Remember, grace changes our reflection and truth keeps us rooted. As we journey forward, remember the concept that grace and truth accompany each other to bring medicine to our broken souls allowing us to say no to the world and its passions, and instead guide us to live lives that honor God. Thank you for tuning in to the second episode and the second part of our first conversation. I'm so grateful that you decided to join us, and I hope that today's discussion was informative and helpful to better understand the partnership grace and truth have with each other. Subscribe, follow, and leave a like if you enjoyed the episode. And be in prayer over the continuation of this podcast. I want God to be at the center and the focus of this endeavor and for it to go exactly where he wants it to go. Stay tuned for the next episode where we will talk about another foundational concept of this faith. Faith. Until then, let the grace and truth of Christ resonate with you today, informing your decisions and leading you to live a life more like Jesus.